Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Calumet Farms. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and of course, mine and Andy's personal favorite, the tastings, of course, as with me, with me as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleshek. Andy, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Um, oh, yeah. I'm kind of fingers crossed right now because I got a... Uh, I got him crossed. I got an email. I'm in a raffle to potentially win some pappy. There we so, go. Oh, pappy. you know, sitting here hopeful that I can get that. There's a few other, like, uh, Buffalo Trace-related bottles in that raffle that I... If I get selected, I may have the chance to purchase. But either way, no matter oh, which of those bottles i'm able to win i'm hoping i win one yeah so kind of hopeful there how about you i want some pappy as well so i'm yeah. very hopeful i want to yeah. get a taste maybe we'd I'll love to, to provide an, we'd love to provide an episode to y'all yeah maybe, maybe i'll have to enter my, myself into that raffle or yeah. one of our uh you know devoted fans loving fans could just send us a bottle of pappy um reach out to us we'll, really get you want our, to. we'll get you our contact info we'll send you can send it to a p.o box or something yep we'll figure it out um, I've actually had some, you know, and I think honestly you should enter into the raffle, Andy, because you've had a lot of good luck lately with bottles. Yeah. You gotten, you got, you won that bottle, you won that raffle where you won that bottles of Blanton's. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. And so far my hot streak is continuing with, uh, Blanton's bottles and raffle bottles. So right. I'll you, see if it'll continue here. And it'd been, it'd been, it's been very difficult over the last three or four, like really since COVID, it's been very difficult to get our hands on Buffalo Trace bottles. And you yep. just, you just snagged a couple I, bottles of Buffalo Trace for I, both of us too. Yeah. I came through in the clutch and was able to get a couple bottles, one for each of us here. So we are almost dude. I'm after Christmas and after New Year, I think I'm going to be out of it because like, really? there's no way I'm not drinking Buffalo Trace on Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. Um, well, but, we might have to uh, travel down there sometime to try and get some, uh, yeah. Of that and maybe each <laughs> Taylor some other Buffalo Chase offerings. Definitely. Who we, knows? Yeah, we might have to. Um, I would definitely make the trip for, uh, I mean, that's why I was like, we were about to make the trip down to Lexington for the Buffalo Trace and for some other bottles. And you texted me and, like, hey, the, like, I, we got BT at uh, Party Source. Yeah, I and came I through like, in the well, clutch there. I was like, please grab me one, please. I want it so bad. Um, yeah. So, like, it's we didn't even have to drive down to Lexington, which is about 90 minutes uh, for us because, or, you know, Frankfurt, really. Uh, but because we were able to snag a couple bottles at Party Source. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, we can, hopefully, they'll get some more there. Yeah. But if not, we will have to definitely make a, a make. I'm a still trip. planning on making a trip either for Eagle Rare or E.H. Taylor, probably. Gotcha. I would Maybe make some it, more Blanton's. I would make I it know. for E.H. Taylor because, I don't know, I, it's going to be so hard to get our hands on one of those. So, I would probably, if we had a, if yeah. you think we could get an E.H. Taylor bottle, I might make the trip for that. Um, yeah. For sure, and we could grab a couple other things while we're down there. I yeah. honestly, man, I, it, it might be worth the trip too because you've had good luck on bottles recently. I've had good luck on bottles recently. Yeah. The same day that you hit me up about that Buffalo Trace that I've really been hunting for, that same day, my you got plans, I, have, right? I have a secret uh, contact who works in uh, in the liquor industry, and he texted me saying he had a bottle of Blanton's and both Wellers available. Um, I was Damn. like, definitely hold those for me uh, behind the counter. I'm gonna <laughs> show up uh, as soon as I can and grab those. And uh, sure enough, I did. Um, you Lucky know, my, you. Literally, my local. I was able to pick up a bottle of Blanton's at my local liquor store. Pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. So I've had some pretty good luck, of course, and I also have had the uh, the Buffalo Trace uh, with yeah. you. And then he texted me on Thursday saying, "Hey, man, I've got a bottle of Eagle Rare." That this is Thursday. Yeah. This is we're recording on Saturday, just a few days ago. And I'm like, hell yes, I'll come get that Eagle Rare. And then so I got that. And then today he texts me saying he had a bottle of Henry McKenna. And I'm like, um, it won the you know the Spirit Award for what best whiskey last year. So I'll definitely take a well, bottle of that. Yeah, is there a bottle and bond one? Which right. I I mean I told you like 
buy that. I think it's a good product. Definitely. So we've been pretty lucky on the bottles yeah. recently. So we might have to uh, we might have to go Make after that trip. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, enter both of enter both of us into that raffle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, let you know on that. We'll definitely, <laughs> if we can get more content to provide to y'all, we'll do it. Right, absolutely. All right, guys, um, this is the time in the podcast. Andy, why don't we go ahead and pour ourselves a glass of the, uh, we're going to start off, I think, with the regular uh, Calumet Farms. Yeah. Uh, was it the single barrel? What is that? What do we What do we got? What are we working with here, Andy? Yeah, we're, we're starting off, so we have two different Calumet Farms here. We have their uh, their small batch, and then we also have their 14 year old gotcha um bourbons that's right let's, that let's start off with, review let's start off with the um let's start off with a small batch we'll pour ourselves a drink to kind of go along with the podcast while we're okay. while we're, we're kind of recording um i would recommend all of you pour yourselves a glass of calumet farm small batch as well uh you know if you got some other kind of alcoholic drink that's fine just make sure you're drinking something along with us of course we're going to be drinking calumet farm small batch as we go but there will be an official tasting uh later on in the episode as andy alluded to we'll be tasting the small batch and we'll be doing an official tasting on the Calumet Your Farm's 14-year uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. We're really excited about that one yeah. as well. Uh, so, all right, Andy, why don't we do it? Let's go ahead and tell the folks everything they need to know about Calumet Farms. Yeah, so this is a bourbon brand. I think this is one of the youngest, if not the youngest, bourbon brand to date that we have gone over. Damn. Um, this one really, they started, I think really only selling bourbon in about 2012, 2013. I'm sure they were, you know, distilling and everything prior to that to be able to offer the product. Um, but really they started, um, selling the bourbon in 2013 and, and it was initially distilled by Bardstown Bourbon Company and now owned by, I think Western Spirits Beverage Company. If any of our fans know differently, correct me if I'm wrong there. But like I said, I think it's about the youngest one distillery we've ever um, gone over there. But this name is has a lot more history than just bourbon. So for any of our uh, horse racing fans out there, probably know that this is a brand, this is a farm actually, Um and it was started way back in 1924 by William Monroe Wright uh, as a horse racing farm. And they have a very prestigious history in horse racing. And you'll see, you'll notice like everything they have on the bourbon brand has some tie back to that horse racing. Uh, like all their labels have some depiction of the farm or of a race horse like actually racing on it. Um, over the years, they've had, they've really established themselves as a historic horse breeding and racing stable. Uh, they've had eight different Kentucky Derby winners, eight different Preakness Stakes winners, and two, uh, Triple Crown winners. Out of all of those horses, they've had 11 of them total that they've bred that have ended up in the, uh, race horse uh hall of fame something like that i don't know but like the race the basically the hall of fame for racing horses whatever that is um they've had 11 horses in there as a farm so really this brand was bred out of excellent horse breeding it's the national national museum of racing and hall of fame 
uh, for horse racing. Okay. It's in Saratoga Springs, New York. Okay. On so, race horses, jockeys, and their trainers. Okay. Okay. Thanks for the clarification on that, John. So they have 11 horses in there. I don't know if they have any associated jockeys in there or anything, but at least the 11 horses there, as far as I've seen. If they have 11 horses, I would bet money that they have trainers and jockeys in there as well. We don't know how many, but yeah. I would imagine if you're going to have 11 horses, no. you're going to have some trainers and jockeys along <laughs> the way At least got a few there. Right. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you have two Triple Crown winning horses there, like, you've got to have at least somebody. Yeah, I guarantee the trainers and the jockeys on those two horses (laughs) probably made it in. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, Honestly, man, Woodford is the bourbon that really is associated the most strongly with the Kentucky Derby. Sounds like maybe it should be Calumet Farms. I I mean, I would contend Calumet Farms should be the one there. Because I think it's, I think in my tastings of it, it's far better than Woodford. Oh wow! Um, I think Woodford's a bold statement, Andy. Yeah, I I think Woodford's a far more accessible bourbon. Uh, true, um, yeah. is better for the price that it's at. But I think Calumet has the the racing history because mm-hmm. Woodford really only is the um, only has the drink there. It does not have the backup mm-hmm. of the horses there to sit there and say, "Well, we have the Kentucky Derby history there." Like, no. Calumet Farms has a racing history and a bourbon. So for me, that would contend itself as a right. better bourbon and a better, better brand. Right. Just a, better, a brand as a whole. And then for especially for the Kentucky Derby itself. Yeah, definitely. We never did a we never do we never did a cheers for the Calumet yeah. Farms. Did we? Here we go, cheers. folks. Cheers. Mm. Mm. That's good. That's good. That's and of course that's a small batch. Uh-huh. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and so a lot of their a lot of their roots, like I said, a lot more rooted in the actual horse racing, not the bourbon. Right. Because the bourbon was really only on the market for the, about the past seven to ten years. And how long has the and it's been in the but the farm's been around since the twenties. Yeah, it's been around about a hundred years. Right. Ninety six the farm itself has been around ninety six years now. Yeah, absolutely. So it's something that even though the bourbon is young, the it's got a pedigree of creating an excellent product. Right. Whether it's breeding horses that have excellence, or you know distilling a bourbon that it is an excellent bourbon, even though it's a younger brand. Yeah, and this is located um, down. Where, do you know where this is? Bardstown. Where's this one? I don't. I don't. You know, actually, when I was looking it up, I don't know exactly where they're. I forget where exactly they're uh, originating out of. Gotcha. Like it was even on their website, and I don't remember where they were. Looks like they listed have it listed as can Lexington, actual Lexington, Kentucky. Okay. Calumet Farm is a 762 thoroughbred seven hundred sixty two acre thoroughbred breeding and trained farm, established of course in nineteen twenty four in Lexington, Kentucky, by William Monroe Wright. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like it's right actually in Lexington. So this is probably yeah. one of the ones that's like really right there along. One of those main drags, one of those main highways that you're kind of coming yeah. into the area. One well, that's that's a huge area, even I think for horse racing, because isn't that where uh, I think that's where roughly where Keeneland Keeneland Racehorse Park is too. Oh, okay. Um, roughly that area is, and of course that's uh, University of Kentucky area where I think they have a very good um, horse racing program in the university for, as well as some good bourbon distillation programs as well <laughs> right. um you know 
but back on the back on the you know while though they have had a lot of storied success there have been some periods where the farm was a bit down in its luck uh, i think during this 70s or 80s or 80s and 90s they were not as well endowed of a farm in terms of success in horse racing uh and winning front there they you know definitely continue to breed horses that have turned out to be historically very successful i don't have the names of the horses uh frankly i've never been a big horse racing person myself so or betting on horse racing person myself so yeah you know anybody that's into the horse racing correct us on any of this i basically information. just do, i basically just do the derby <laughs> i'll bet a hundred bucks each each derby year um i'll drink some bourbon during the burb the derby yeah. but that's pretty Gotta much get... my extent to my horse racing gambling and, and then just couple you know watching in general gotta get your uh, mint juleps in then right absolutely gotta get your yeah. mint juleps in so what do you think should we make our mint juleps with woodford or with calumet farm next year um I think Woodford is a smoother one, but I think right. it's worth a shot to try Calumet Farms. I think you could always do your mint, make it, you know, you save the Woodford for the mint juleps, and then when you want to drink your, your actual straight bourbon, you just uh, drink, drink it here, Calumet yeah. Farm, yeah. Yeah. Um, it really does look, when you look at the Calumet Farms, it really does look just like a horse racing farm. Oh, um, yeah. Like, that's legit what they are all about. And now they just decided, oh, let's make some bourbon Let, on the side. Make, yeah. And it is really incredible for how um, young it is. Exactly. It's such a successful right, brand. Right. And how success, and it's just astounding for such a successful, really business model and, and, and empire, if you will, of uh, horse racing to just say, let's make some bourbon too. And then right as immediately, they're just right to the top. When, yeah. did, you, when did you say it was founded? 2006 is when they started making the bourbon? I, I think, well, the first ones, I think the first brand or the first bottles of it really came on the market, I want to say in 2012 or 2013. So probably they were distilling earlier than that. Right. And aging earlier than that. But that was right about when I was turning 21. That was about when I turned 2021 was when I think they started coming on the market. Okay. Uh, as a bourbon. Cause this, and that's this, what I could see. This 14-year-old, because if we're thinking it's a young, it's a young yeah. brand. So this bottle's if this bottle's fourteen years old or is that would age be of 14, that would come across as about right as oh six oh seven yeah roughly is, there yeah this is March of two thousand six is when this was barreled okay so that yeah that would track up when they started actually distilling stuff in about oh six was would be when the brand was founded so you're saying this is probably one of the first fourteen year old bottles probably one of the first ones yeah because everything else they have is about an eight to twelve year. I mean, all their products, I think, are an 8 to 14 year, uh, an 8, 10, 12, and 14 year products. Gotcha. Uh, there. So, I, I think about 06 was probably when the brand was founded, using that timeline, was when the brand was founded. And yeah. then, now their products are really coming onto the market. Uh, all their products are... I think using the same mash bill, as far as I could see, at least using the same mash bill. It's a high rye mash bill, uh, 74% corn, 18% rye, uh, 8% malted barley, which is more or less, as far as I've seen, about a standard mash bill. Um, although their product is a little bit more distinguished for me. Yeah, so I mean, they're a, uh, you know, even though they're a young brand, they're a fairly standard mash bill. Established themselves well, I think. 
their mash bill is 74% corn, 18% rye, and 8% malted barley. So they're a high rye mash bill. I think for all of their products there that they offer. And it's something that, you know, on the nose and on the taste of it is a very good product. Uh, even though it's, you know, a little bit newer of a product, is very good. And it's something that, like we were talking about a little bit earlier, you know, they really only have four standard age, even though they don't list it on everything, I don't think. They have four standard ages of their bourbon. They have an eight-year-old, which is the small batch. I think as far as I've seen, the small batch is the eight-year-old. Then a 10-year-old, 12-year-old, and a 14-year-old, which is a single-rack black bourbon. And on the 14-year-old, I think this is the only one that they have in their lineup that is non-chill filtered. Which, for anybody that really doesn't know about bourbon or anything as a whole, basically, I think most whiskeys as a whole are chill filtered, basically bringing out some of the sediment that might appear in a whiskey out of it, making it a clearer product. But in a non-chill filtered, you'll see some sediment, which if you bring up the 14-year to the light, you'll kind of see a little bit of what looks like a cloud kind of a dusty cloud at the bottom of the barrel settling there or bottom of the bottle there settling at the there which you might think is bad no it's not bad at all it just means it might add a bit more flavor to it or might add a bit more character to it the product as a whole and the eight-year-old is their straight whiskey and it is also there if i'm correct in this i think is their small batch bourbon, which will um, be pretty much in between about a seven or thirteen year bourbon. Actually, looking at it, um, I have bo- we have the bottle here for you. Is they? That's uh, the green label. They got the green yeah, label on is, that is, one. Right? It's got the green label on it. So if you're looking, it'll have like a small green label that explicitly says. Uh, small batch, 86 proof, 43% alcohol by volume. So here's how the label reads. Um, crafted from a blend of premium Kentucky straight bourbons, meaning it at least has to be two years old. Um, and they extracted from a total of 50 barrels, actually, from 25 each of the 13-year-old bourbon that they mature and a 7-year-old bourbon that they mature into their small batch bourbon, which is not bad. I think that's fairly stereotypical of most small batch bourbons. They'll do about 50 to to 200 uh, barrels there in a small batch at the largest size. before that, you're obviously either tending into blended bourbons, which is you're just kind of blending all your best barrels into one product of bur- or one bourbon product, or you're going single barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a good product, I think. I um, that's their. I think that that and their eight year old are their two fairly standard bourbon offerings. Calumet Farms are. Uh, 
which both are very, very good. I've had the chance to try both. Um, I have not had a chance to try the 10 or 12, and I think I've very slightly tried the 14-year-old. But everything they have is very, very good product. I don't know if you agree with me, but... I've had the, I've had the, like, small batch, and I've had the 14, but I haven't had anything in between there. I do know I've had, I've heard rave reviews. I've heard people tell me that they thought the 10-year was better than Blanton's. Like, really crazy. Oh, wow. Like, like really, yeah, really strong, um, you know, know, votes of confidence. Of of course, I'm not sure I'm ready to go to, oh, I I can't really go that far, because I've never had the 10-year. Like I said, I've kind of done done small batch 14, which, of course, are the ones we're going to be tasting today. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're, you're definitely right. I mean, that's that's a – if people are saying that the 10-year-old is uh, better than Blanton's, I mean, neither of us have had it, that I think is seriously a vote of confidence for a brand that is so young. But with that being said, I think it's about at that time. I don't know if you agree with me, John. Uh, I think we need to try these bourbons and see really does this young brand stand up to the – Vote of confidence that so many people have said about them. Absolutely, I agree. It is the time uh, to d- dive on into the tastings. Everyone, pour yourself a glass of the Calumet Farms small batch, and we'll go ahead and get our tasting started. Okay, folks, let's start off with the tasting of the Calumet Farms small batch Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's start off, of course, with the nose. Very, very good. Kind of a little bit bready to me, but very, very much... Like a cooking or baking spices. Like yeah. A, it's smooth, but has a little bit of kick to it, too. It's almost like yeah. the way you taste a bourbon, where it's really kind of can be smooth at the front and then just kicks you right at the right at the end there. Um, but yeah, they're definitely very pleasant. Yeah. Let's, no. Let's, let's give it a quick taste, folks. You get a lot of similar features. Smooth, yeah. but then a kick at the end. A little bit of that kick at the end, yeah. Kind of a gentle aftertaste. I'm a really big fan of it, honestly. I think for a bourbon at this level, um, you know, when you're, especially for how how new it is, I mean, it's it's, it's very impressive what they've done here. Yeah. All right, folks, taste it, smell it, finish it up, and let's move on to the 14 year. All right, folks, it's time for the 14 year. We're really excited about this. I'm a huge fan of this bottle. What's one of the most gorgeous bourbon labels I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Really attracted me to it. Um, I've heard great things about Calumet Farms and Calumet Farms and especially the 10 year. So I was like a 14 year. Hell yeah. I'm going to jump at good. the opportunity to get that. So let's go ahead and give this one a sniff folks. And we'll give it a taste as well. Oh, Ooh, definitely nice. like a, like a balsamic, uh, like a bourbon barrel aged balsamic Very or, light. uh, like a, uh, how is that? A, um, a very light, inviting smell. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very, like, it's very light and inviting, but also, to me, a little bit heavy. Hmm. Um, I get a little, a little, a still a little oak towards the yeah. end, a little vanilla, and a little, like, vanilla orange, but, I mean, it's really just... It's so uh, smooth. Yeah, I can't, it's not much of a smell, because I think it is, like you said, just such a smooth product. Let's, let's give it a taste and see how it yeah. compares. Wow. That is good. That is great. That just tastes like, um, you know, winning 11 Kentucky Derbies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, if I knew what it, winning eight Kentucky Derbies felt like, that's what that tastes like. Right, exactly. That is so smooth. Super smooth, super tasty. Um, a little tickle uh, spice on the tongue. 
Um, but man, that's just a high, that's a high quality bourbon right there. Yeah. I yeah. Even, it, I can't even get into it any more yeah, than there, that. There's, there's, yeah. It's like, it's very, very smooth. And to me, it's a little bit of like a molasses kick or like a, like a molasses and spice kick at the end. Absolutely. All right, folks. Well, I hope you enjoyed your Calumet Farms. I hope you're able to try both uh, the uh, the small batch, the, hopefully the 10-year eventually, and the 14. The 14 is highly incredible. I, you know, really big fan. Um, any final thoughts on this, Andy? Uh, I have none right now. Perfect. It's an excellent brand. Get it if you can. Yep, we will do. Uh, all right, folks. That's it from us here this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts to subscribe, leave a review, and listen to every episode of Distilled Discussions. Share it with your friends. We are going to be the next big thing, and we want you to guys to be a part of it. And we all oh, want yeah. to taste some delicious bourbon along the way. Have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey. And don't worry, America. We'll be here to drink with you next week. <laughs>